Now, News Talk Radio, CJAD 800 gives you Solo in the City with Cheryl Desner. Good evening, everybody. Cheryl Besner, Solo in the City, your certified love coach and your matchmaker here on CJAD 800 and iHeartRadio. You know, this is the show all about relating, dating, and mating. And it's what you wait for every Saturday night. I hope you're settling in. Pour yourself a glass of wine. And tonight, get ready to laugh. Because that's what the show is going to be about. It's called Live, Love, and Laugh. And we're going to be joined by Alonzo Bowden. He is a comedian, and he's actually hosting the ethnic show going on in Montreal at the Just for Laughs Festival right now. And uh, we're going to get his take on love and laughter, how the two work together, or maybe how they don't work together sometimes. But in the meantime, as always, I want to answer your questions. So right away into the inbox, Dear Cheryl, I'm a 46-year-old woman and recently separated and deciding whether to use a matchmaker or go online as I want to start dating again. How do I know which will be more successful? Where do I begin? Where do you begin? Well, That's kind of like when I started my blog, 365 Days to Find Love. There's so much out there. But first and foremost, I want to differentiate. You're saying you want to start dating. So the answer is you're going to go online or you're going to do it by just going out there and socializing and showing up and putting the best foot forward. Because a matchmaker is an investment. And you make that investment when you're ready for a relationship. Unless you have money to burn, that is. But... If you're just looking to date, I can tell you I wouldn't be taking you on. So as far as dating apps, you're saying you're 46. So I'm going to suggest that you look at Bumble because that app really is a great app where you get to go out there and you get to be proactive and you get to choose the people you want to date. And it does have a very good trajectory when it comes to really isolating the age groups that you want. And I'm going to talk about Bumble a little bit more, actually. But first, I want to tell you also, when you're building your profile, I would like you to be very selective about your name, your bio. Please don't just write, you know, I want to find a nice, humble, funny guy. Really be specific, but do it in a fun way. Make it a little story. Do something that will make you stand out. And then as far as your pictures, one headshot, one body shot that is you and only you. And if, for instance, that body shot could be playing tennis because you love tennis, a picture says a thousand words. So make it work. Now, as far as the dating news, again, I want to talk about Bumble because they just released a new part of their app. It's called the Super Swipe. Yeah, we don't just swipe anymore now. We super swipe. Yeah, really, really, this is what it's all about. So what is super swipe? Well, you can now buy coins and you can post on somebody that you want to meet them really, really badly by putting a little heart beside them. So this way, when the person is swiping and they see your picture, there's a little heart going on there. And then you can respond by clicking on that heart, and then they know that you're really, really interested as well. Now, it's $0.99 per coin. You can buy 1 to 20 at once. And again, this just makes you really pop out on the screen. 
Remember one thing about Bumble. When you send a message, it only lasts 24 hours and then it's gone. So you have to react fast. And the beauty about Bumble, getting back to my original person who wrote in, this is an app for women to reach out. Women do the first messaging. So it's kind of like the reverse sexes sometimes when we think about the dating. You are listening to Solo in the City on CJAD 800, the show about relating, dating, and mating. And I want to remind everybody that I'm here for you 24-7. You can reach me on my love line, 844-744-SOLO, if you need any relationship advice. I'm here for you. Now, let's get right into the show. This show, Live, Love, and Laugh. And laughter is a very important part of a relationship. And we're going to find out just how much it is important to this gentleman. His name is Alonzo Bowden. He is an American comedian and actor. He was really well known for winning the grand prize in the third season of the reality TV series Last Comic Standing. He is also hosting the ethnic show, as I said, at the Just for Laughs taking place in Montreal and many other talents. Welcome to the show, Alonzo. Wow, you made that sound sexy. I oh, was, I was I, actually <laughs> interested in me listening to you say that. I was like, who is this guy? So, it's, hello. It's the guy that I, I actually <laughs> got taken away by at the show because I happened to attend the opening night, and you were fantastic when you were especially talking about your singledom. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so for anybody out there, by the way, Alonzo is single and uh, proudly single, right? Yeah. I mean, it's just, uh, I don't know, proudly is the right word. I just am. I, I, I don't know. How, do you, how are you proudly single? Well, what does that mean? Well, let me ask you this question. Do you want to be in a relationship? I'm open to it. That is, uh, that's the way I answer that question. <laughs> I am open to it. Meaning that I don't. You know, it's not something I actively pursue, but if it happens, great. So that that's the best answer I can give to that question right now. Okay. And have you ever been in love? Yeah. Yeah, I've been in love. Um, I'd say I've been in love a few times and uh, almost married once, which I'm glad I didn't marry her because that would have been just a disaster. How old and were you then? then? Uh, I was about, let's see, about 30... So 35, 37, maybe something like that. And then, um, and then there was one that got away. There was the one that I'll, you know, that I have to say is the one that got away. The one that got away. Yeah. Did, did she feel that she missed the boat now? Like these many years no, later? The one, the one that I almost married, she feels like she missed the boat, but the one that got away now, she's happy. She's got a, she's got a guy and they have a kid and so on. We'll talk on occasion. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, so you're still friends? Yeah, yeah, I'm actually friends with um, just about anyone I've dated for a period of time. Like, I've never been in a long relationship, but pe- but it's been close. There have been some, I don't know if intense is the right word or whatever, but yeah, I'm friends with exes. Why for a you- while, I was the guy, like, um, my friend um, Dane Cook did a movie called Good Luck Chuck. Yeah. Where you dated this guy and then you married them. I was that guy <laughs> for a while. Like I would date and be with him and then they'd marry the next guy. Yeah, the best friend, so, right? Yeah, yeah. Or the brother. Or yeah. I yeah. never went to the weddings, but uh, that yeah, they would marry the next one. I have to say that since I'm divorced, and actually several of the men that I knew before I got married, which was a long time ago, almost 30 years ago, I'm still friends with most of them. 
I just think when you care about somebody, why stop caring? Why stop being friends? Unless it ends really badly. Right. Or if there's a problem with the the next. Like I have, I have one who, and she and I don't talk that often now. I mean, over the years it's dropped off. Now we might talk like Christmas or on a birthday or something like that. But she has me in her phone as this girlfriend so that her... The ex does Well, it, it was her boyfriend, now husband, so that he doesn't know she's talked to me. Right. Or texted me or whatever. So is it hard for you to meet people? I mean, you're always bouncing oh, yeah. around as yeah, a comedian it, I mean, and as an actor. You're always in different places. It must be well, hard. Well, here's, here's the thing. We're the date. That's why it's hard to date. You know, you go on, like like the ethnic show, right? So you go on a date, you go to the ethnic show. We are the ethnic show. <laughs> so at that time, you know, when you'd normally say, hey, let's go out to dinner, let's go out to a show, I'm working at that time. You know, then we finish work and it's late at night and, and whatever. So that's the, that's one of the difficulties. And yeah, it's it's difficult to meet. I mean, some some comics do it, some guys do it. I did it more when I was younger. When you're younger and you're new in the game, then you're chasing it. Like when you, whenever you go to a town, you want to hook up with some woman and right. blah, blah, blah. But then after a while, you realize it's the same thing over and over. And we don't so, like the same thing over right, and over again. We're going to keep talking about Alonzo's love life and the, <laughs> possibly the lack of it right now while he's on the road. Right here on Solo in the City on CJAD 800. This is Solo in the City with Cheryl Besner on News Talk Radio CJAD 800. Here we are, and we're having a lot of laughter and love tonight on Solo in the City on CJAD 800 because that's what we're talking about. I want to really get into how important is laughter within a relationship and who better to ask and have this conversation with than a comedian himself. And we're going to continue talking with Alonzo Bowden right now. So how important <laughs> is it to you, do you think, in a relationship? Oh, well, I, I have to be with a woman with a sense of humor. I mean, that's, you know, that's a given because I, um, comics, we're not funny all the time. You're not? No, no. We're not. And as a matter of fact, if you're around us all the time, at times we can be very serious and at times we're very morbid. People are, it's almost de depressing how negative we can go sometimes, but it's all, it's just part of the makeup, right? Because... Comedy comes from looking at society, looking at relationships, looking at situations, and you take what's negative about it and you make that funny. But but so sometimes we just go into the negative and and you know we've all heard the the stereotypical story about the depressed comics. You know we've had serious cases of depressed, right. blah blah blah. So suicides. So, yeah, yeah. So that is part of it. And I my belief is that no comic would give that up to not be funny. In other words, you if you could be a normal, whatever normal is, but a well-adjusted person without depression or negativity or whatever, but you wouldn't be funny, I don't think any comic would take that trade off. Um, so, but humor, yeah, humor is important. Making people laugh. Uh, you, you know what I do when I'm with somebody, especially there are people who I really love to make laugh. 
So we'll be just hanging out, and I'll be joking with them. I'll be talking about somebody else, talking about a situation, making an observation, because I just love making that person laugh. Well, they, they say the only thing better than seeing somebody smile is knowing that you put that smile there, right? Having, having participated in putting that smile there. And with you, you not only help put a smile there, I mean, you are really funny. I got to tell you. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah, it's... For those of you who have not seen the show, go see it. You still have another week to do so. If you're in Montreal, if you're not in Montreal, get there because this man is seriously funny. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I, I, I don't think about it that way, but I guess it's true. You know, I, I guess it's just what I do. It's part of how I communicate is uh, laughter and what's funny. So... So if you were seeing a woman who was funny, would it become like a competition? Like who no. can one up the next one? <laughs> no, no. But but I love women who are funny. There are women who make me laugh. I love people who make me laugh. Yeah. And there are women who definitely, there are women who make me laugh because they're, uh, they're smart. I love smart women. Um, I think most men do like smart women. It's part of the very attractive nature. I don't know. Some guys, I think, are are insecure about it or uh, intimidated by it. By laughter? No, by smart women. Oh, uh, by by smart women, actually. But they also say that some men are or are intimidated by very attractive women. Oh yeah, that's definitely intimidating. I think that's yeah. more intimidating than somebody. Who yeah, can make yeah. That's them why. Laugh. That's why very attractive women. A lot of times, they're with a jerk because they said, "Well, he's the only one who'd approach me." <laughs> We are talking about love and laughter with Alonzo Bowden right here on Solo in the City on CJAD 800. So we were talking earlier about you being out on the road. So can you have time to connect with somebody and, like, make a date? It, yes, yes, I do. I do go on dates. Um, it's very, like I was telling one woman, I said, listen, most women go out with a guy like he's like, I'm going to be home from work at six o'clock. And I'm like, I'm going to be home from work Tuesday. That's, <laughs> but that's, 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 that's it. It's difference. a lifestyle. It, it's what I do. So they, there are certain women who get it and there are some who don't. And if you don't get it, I don't know if you ever will. But if you get it, then it's OK. It's like, yeah, that's just how he works. I, I have one friend. She was married to a musician. And by the way, the musicians are. That's a whole different category. Musicians, restaurateurs, whenever it comes to a job that goes on and fluctuates, especially nights and weekends, you have to consider that when you're getting into a relationship. Right. Right. She said that she didn't mind. She said when he leaves town, she takes care of her. And she's that way when he comes home, she can be all about him. And I was like, you should teach classes. Well, actually, to... when he comes home, it should be all about them. <laughs> well, no, but right? it, well, it is. But yeah. you know, you know what I mean. Yeah, she, I do. she, um, but I, but I thought that was great. So, it's it's part of life. It's how it's how my life works. I know that now. There was there was a time when it was more difficult because, as a comic, your career um, changes over time, and how busy you are and how much you travel changes. So there were times when I didn't know how my life worked. So it would be hard to tell you what it's going to be like. Now I know how it works and okay. I can tell you what it's going to be like. Also, it's great if a woman has a flexibility where she can travel because then I can bring her to certain gigs. There are certain gigs we call date gigs right. because it's a great gig to like this, like Montreal is a great date gig because it's a great city 
to bring someone to visit and to see and so on. And then, so do you have somebody here with you in Montreal? No, not this time. I have. You one. know, I'm a matchmaker. I know. I, I could I'm, help you with that. No, I'm. You know, <laughs> I'm okay. Um, my current situation. I met this woman. I had met her years ago, and then I kind of re-met her recently, and she's kind of blowing my mind, but she's very, um, I don't know what's the word, hesitant. Mm -hmm. So so it's kind of fun for me because I have to get through her walls. You know? So you, I have to you get have her to, to chase drop her, her a little bit, yeah, right? Yeah. 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 And as you know, there's a line between chasing and stalking, right? When they right. say the difference between chasing and stalking, permission. <laughs> That's true. So you've talked at the show about dating younger women. You don't date younger women. No, normally, not, right? I'm not that, you know, no, I'm not going to uh, chase some girl who's in her 20s. You know, they, there's a difference between girls and women. And I'm not, girls are fun to look at, but, but I'm, I'm beyond dating girls. And, it, you know, it's not going to happen. Also, I have nieces, which is kind of my cutoff. Like, you can't be younger than my niece. Mm -hmm. I, I have some beautiful nieces. And that's really funny, particularly because a lot of older guys with young girls, they say, oh, that's my niece. And, I, and I'll have to be like, no, really, it, this actually <laughs> is my niece. It's, let's not get weird about it. I'm the same way, actually, when people ask me if I would date younger men. And no, because I have sons in their late 20s. Mm -hmm. So that was never an option for me. I, I would think about when he was younger and he'd have, you know, 12 boys running around the house. It would be just something I can't consider. But did they like you? Were you the hot mom? Yeah. I, yeah, I yeah, knew you. I, I was. could look at you and see you were. Yeah, thank I have you. A That's very sweet. And my, I have a 15-year-old now who goes to school and now he's got the mom, but I'm still one of the older moms, so I'm not the hot, hot mom, but I'm the kind of hot mom who's really cool and talks about love and relationships and sex, you know, mm. so that's the new conversation around school. <laughs> yeah. I have a friend, she was, let's see, she had her son when she was about 18, I think, maybe 19. So when he was in high school, his friends would always come over. And I, and I told her one time, I said, you don't, you don't know why they're coming. Let me tell you why they're coming over. Okay, you're the only mom who can wear a bikini. And she was like, "Oh my god!" Like she, it never occurred to her. I was like, "Oh yeah, believe me, you're the you're the mom. That there's a reason." And she just laughed about it. But yeah, that that happens. So I, so I don't. And and the other thing is, to date a woman who's you know say thirty years younger than you, what do you talk about? You know what I mean? It's like it's two different. You Every, don't have the same everything life experience. is different. Everything, you, the music you listen to, the the places you've traveled, et cetera, et cetera. It's all different, so it's it's kind of difficult to hold a conversation. I don't have homework. You know, like she's talking about her homework. I don't I don't do homework. No, no, not at thirty I'm necessarily. Kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah, I know you are. I know but, you are. Uh, it, but, yeah, it's a different but generation. It's, a, it's you know, it's also not just about age it's about stage of life and you're at a different stage of life and it's also when it comes to that it's about they want children you don't want children i mean all of yeah. this plays into dating somebody much younger and what it, so what do you think about the difference between older women with younger men and vice versa well it's do you just think there's a stigma about that men have always done it women are starting to do it and no i think it's fine if, if a woman wants to do it go ahead uh, you know good for her no, I don't have I don't have any problem with it. Um, 
Um, neither do I, actually. And, and actually, no, most of our listeners don't either because we just did a show on it, and that was the general comment. We are talking about love and laughter here in studio with Alonzo Bowden, and now we're going to be joined, coming up, by a very special lady. She loves life and laughter, and she's going to be joining us at, well, what I call... The love table, our big heart table right here in studio on Solo in the City. Completely different places. Yeah, no, 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 no. Not going there. Here on CJAD 800. Solo in the City with Cheryl Besner on News Talk Radio, CJAD 800. Here we are, solo in the city. I'm your love coach and matchmaker, Cheryl. And remember, you can always reach out to me. 844-744-SOLO is the number where you just leave your message and I'll get back to you within 24 hours, I promise. And I also want to remind everybody that you can now register on CherylBesner.com to my free database. That's for matchmaking. And uh, let's see if I can't help you make a match with uh, one of my matchmaking clients. We are talking tonight about love and laughter. And I'm still in studio tonight with Alonzo Bowden. He is hosting right now the ethnic show, which I saw at the Just for Last Festival taking place in Montreal. Alonzo Bowden, we're talking about your love life. You know, it's funny. They had me host the relationship show one year. It was like two years ago, I think, you Little, hosted, I think, right? Was I it two or three? Three, Yeah, three or four, which was really funny because it was like, okay, let's get the one guy who's not in a relationship to host the relationship show. I, I, I remember, actually, when you did that. Two years yeah. ago, I was actually at Just for Laughs doing um, some interviews and everything, and I did my show live just before the relationship show. <laughs> that was a lot of fun, doing yeah. a relationship show. At the Relationship Show. Now joining us, Alonzo, is a lady who actually attended one of your shows as well. And uh, she loves to laugh. And she loves to love. Her name is Susie Sandel. And she is the Canadian distributor of two amazing sunglass lines, DP69 and Renit First. I actually have one of the first Renit First that came to Montreal. Welcome to the show, Susie. Thank you so much for having me. It's great to be here. So what was your favorite part of the show that you saw that Alonzo is hosting now? Well, for one, his size. He got onto the stage and he made us all look very, very small. <laughs> okay, I'm glad you clarified. We're talking about your height, right? Yeah, Because okay. yeah, six, six foot three. I thought it was six four, actually. Uh, six three, as far as I know. Oh, okay. You got to change it on yeah. uh, well, some they of your put six, four, it's okay. Wikipedia or something. Yeah, he's tall. His muscles yeah. definitely were appealing. But when he opened his mouth and started to speak, the depth of his voice, his attonation, the way he caught the moment. His timing was flawless. And I, I just laughed the whole time. I had the time of my life. It was great. Thank you. Well, thank you. Thank that was you. kind of like your profile that I could use for matchmaking. I know. You know? I, I, know. I could that just, was amazing. There you go, that ladies. Um, the gentleman is I like is doing this here. show. I'm doing this show all the time. <laughs> he I is used single. to like TSN. I'm done with them. Now you're here. You're on Solo in the City That's with right. Cheryl Besner and uh, tonight Susie Sandel. So I want to ask you, we were talking about dating older or younger. Have you ever dated anybody, Susie, in a different age bracket than yourself? Oh, yeah. 
Oh, yeah? Okay, you're saying that like more than once. No, 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 no. Once was enough. Once was enough? It was memorable. You know, it's nice to keep that in my memory bank. I I really had a nice time, but it didn't work out. I mean, first of all, I'm not Greek. And, you know, I, I just, I enjoyed it. It was great for the ego, but at the end of the day... You know, you get bored quickly. You want something that's stimulating, and, and laughter is very important, and so is chemistry. And, um, you know, you have to have a little more of everything than just that chemistry issue, which what, what a, it was for me then. What do you think, Alonso? Do you think a lot of it has to do with ego when we date much younger people? Oh, no. No? no. Unless, it's, unless it's an obvious trophy situation. No, it's not, not ego. I don't think... I mean, they, yeah, I don't, they, I don't think it's ego it, either, but I, but I guess it can stroke your ego, yeah. right? Well, being in my position, I was maybe 12 or 15 years older than this person. And it was really great for my ego, I must say. I'm very honest here. It, yeah, it was yeah. just really, it was very humbling and it made me blush. And after a while, it, it felt very nice. And I, it, it just, it was definitely great. I can I can understand that. I can that's, understand that. Especially. That's something different with women. Right? In what way? To explain because, that. Because for a man, say a, a man hits 40 or above, for him to date a woman that's 12 to 15 years younger is really not that unusual. Right. But for a, if a woman is 40 or above, dating a man 12 to 15 years younger is more unusual. Right? Because so much of it is just that that physical attraction. So it, it's amen to that. Yeah, that's, that's and, and that's what, what you were loving was that physical attraction, right? You know, life short. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and so are most relationships that have big age differences. By the way, they're short too. Really? Yeah, they don't. They don't tend to last. Now, what what is a big age difference? What what would you describe that as? Ten years, fifteen, twenty? Well, usually they say the. Um, a good age difference is seven years. Now we're talking statistically, and there have been studies done on this. By the way, if you want, go back and listen to last week's show on SoundCloud. You can hear it. I actually put the statistics out there. So seven years is very appropriate. When you start going above that, that's when the divorce rate starts to kick in, with that being one of the the, the reasons. And if you get to the 20 year age gap, the age gap, the 15 to 20 years, you have a 95% guaranteed divorce happening there. That's some of the stats, just to throw it out there. But I, I do think that when we were discussing earlier age versus stage, it also has a lot to do with that. But you have to think about these things because imagine that you're, let's say 55 and you start dating a woman who's 40. Well, when you bring it up, you know, that stage is not a big difference. But when you bring it up to 80 to 65, that's where the split starts happening. When you're an 80-year-old man with a 65-year-old woman, there's a huge difference in a lot of what you want out of a relationship. Yeah, but you're lucky if you make it to 80. Well, okay. Yes, of course, we're, we're doing it. But we're talking about when <laughs> no, I, when I, know, I, I do these stats, don't forget, I'm also saying, saying these are people who want to get into relationships. Mm. We're talking about love and laughter here on Solo in the City on CJAD 800 with Alonzo and Susie joining us. I want to ask you each, do you remember what it was like when you were in your 20s? Because we're all in our 50s here. Do you remember what it was like in your 20s and the difference between then and now in your dating life. 
Alonzo? Well, yeah. I mean, uh, let's see. A lot in in my twenty in my twenties, I didn't really know who I was, so that made it more difficult. And um, dating was new. Uh, I wasn't looking to get married. I think some people are at that age. Like that was the last thing on my mind. So uh, that that was then. Conf- confidence is a big difference. You're not confidence. very confident in your twenties. You know, yeah. So. What about you, Susie? I have to agree with everything you said, um, especially being a woman. We're all looking to create that family tree. Um, but at this stage in life, I think every day's a gift. Get up in the morning, spread your wings, and fly. And what about the difference, for instance, where you are now? Like when you were younger, you were living in Queens, and I guess you're... No, actually, I was living in L.A. I moved to oh, L.A. Oh, I thought you, you grew up in Queens. I did grow Queens. up in Queens, but I moved to L.A. when I was 18. Ah. So I've lived pretty much all my adult life in L.A. Okay, so that's pretty big city, and, and but you well, weren't dating... doing what you were doing then. I guess the point I was going is living in... A city, and now, for instance, in your career, traveling all over the place, it's got to change the way in which we're discussing you yeah. can date. Well, I did travel in my twenties. I worked in aerospace, but I was in a business where I traveled, repairing, doing major repairs on aircraft in different cities. That's what I used to do. But the difference was I wasn't in entertainment. That's the huge difference because. Once you get into entertainment biz, like like it's the ultimate icebreaker, you know, uh, right. being on stage, it's it's not, you can always talk to somebody because they just saw you on stage. In comedy, we always joke that if you want to hit on a woman, you have 45 minutes from when you leave the stage because for 45 minutes, you're the coolest guy she ever saw. And then, and then here's an hour the later, you're just another guy. <laughs> Except the difference is? When you get off that stage, women are coming up so to you rather than you going up to them. We are talking about love and laughter here on Solo in the City. You can reach out to me anytime. You know how to do it. 844-744-SOLO. We're going to continue talking life, love, relationships here. Coming up on CJAD 800. You're listening to Solo in the City with Cheryl Vesner on News Talk Radio, CJAD 800. Cheryl Besner, your matchmaker and your love coach here on Solo in the City on CJD 800. What are we talking about? Love, laughter, and how the two go together. And we're joined still at the love table. Alonzo uh, Bodine is joining us as well as Susie Sandell. And... Uh, I want to go back to what you were saying earlier, because you were saying when you were younger, you worked um, repairing airplanes. Right. And that kind of kicked it off for you to get into comedy. Tell us how that happened. Well, I was my last job, I was training new mechanics, and I made them laugh. And when I got in front of the class the first time, it was the most natural thing. So uh, uh, one of the biggest fears people have is talking in front of a group. That's fine for me. And one of, the, one of the things in talking about relationships and meeting people, and it's funny what you said about women coming up after the show, right. which they probably do, and I totally miss it. I've had friends, women comics, sit there like, that woman was hitting on you. It's like, really? I didn't notice. But <laughs> I, um, 
I'm not good one-on-one. I'm good with a group. So I'm better talking to a 100 or a 1,000 people than I am talking to one. That's interesting because it's the same thing often for people in radio that they like being alone and they come alive on the radio because they get to do it from behind the scenes. And that's so opposite for me. I love being in a group. Put me in a room with 20 people and have me like talking with all of them. I don't like to necessarily be on the stage, by the way. I, I like to be in the middle of the group and talking with the group and getting them all going together. That's the, yeah. no, not the me. matchmaker in me, I no. guess. If, if I go to a, uh, someone pointed this out, is it if you go to a party, when you leave, you don't know anyone you didn't know when you got there. It's like, yeah, pretty accurate. Okay, well, that's, that's one of the things <laughs> you'd have to change. If, we were coach, if I was coaching you, I would have to help you like start being comfortable with putting yourself out there and making that. But you seem to be doing okay. I watched at the show the other night because, again, Alonzo is hosting the ethnic show that is going on right now in Montreal. Susie, you like to get into the middle of a crowd and uh, talk to people and also connect each other, you know. Yeah, I, I think life's all about the people. At the end of the day, you know, you get to pick who you want in your circle. And I'm at a stage in my life where I'm I'm selective and yet very happy-go-lucky, more open to meeting new people. And my business has gotten me into some wonderful new communities of people from fashion to comedy to television to radio. Um, and I just... I love people. I just think they're great. We're all great. It's it's a very important part of what I do with the men and women who come to me who want to meet people. A lot of it stems from not being comfortable to be the one to put themselves out there and waiting for somebody to approach. And lucky for you, being a man as I was saying earlier, <laughs> doing what you do, you don't always have to do the approaching because as a celebrity, people do want to come up to you and introduce well, themselves to you and talk to you. I think you're very generous with that word, celebrity. I never well, think of myself okay. that way. <laughs> but but it, you might not. But the fact is when you're up on stage in front of 500 people, you are the celebrity in the room. Well, yeah, they know, they know to. who I am. They know That's right. Yeah, they know who I am. So, yeah. I mean, it, like I said, it's a great icebreaker. You know, and then they start to then then you start talking and they're like, whoa, this isn't what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's like the doctor at the end of the day doesn't want to go home and be a doctor. Right. Right. So. Right. So is that one of the reasons that you like to date somebody who has that sense of humor so that they can kind of entertain you for a uh, while? No, I never think of it really that way. I think um, they the. This is another tough thing as being a comic with women, especially really attractive women who are, who I happen to like. Um, really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, they. A lot of women can't handle the man being the center of attention. Right. So, so when you like when we go out, if I'm getting recognized, you know, I've had women who are like, "No, that's not supposed to happen." Like. Really? Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and, and it's funny because one of the things I think about a relationship when I think about a relationship is you want to support that other person. You want to encourage them to be all that they can be and be the best version of themselves and appreciate it. And Susie's sitting here giving the thumbs up, right, Susie? That's, baby, what, it's, that's what you need a partner for girl. is to, to encourage that. I, I understand. I'm, I understand that. But there are times when... 
they may not want to share you. Well, that's something else. So then you go to places then, that don't have a lot of people who would recognize you. Right. Or, but mind I'm, you, is that getting more difficult? No, it's no. <laughs> no I wish it was. No, the, I'm talking about even when you're working. See, there are some women who can come to a show and they get it. And it's like, listen, sit, you have to sit there. I'm on. Like, and I call it being in comic mode or being in work mode. When I'm in work mode, I'm not going to pay as much attention to you as you might want because I'm working. I'm working. I'm right. paying attention to the group. I'm being on, blah, blah, blah. And I need you to be secure enough to know that I'm thinking about you and I'll check on you, but I'm, I got to work this, you know. And, and we're going to leave together. Right, right. And, but this is what I have to do And now. some women understand that and some women don't. And if they don't, it's okay. It's just that this is my, you know, this is my situation. I mean, I recently I went out with this girl and we sp spent a weekend hanging out where I didn't work. And then we were together when I was working. And when I was working, she like couldn't Night really day, handle right? it. She was like, but yeah. you're, you're not paying attention. And I was like, no, cause I'm, I got things to do, you know? And that's part of the balance in relationships is finding out how to make that work. I want to thank both of you for joining us. Susie, as always, uh, you come into a room and you light it up and uh, you did that and I'm sure people can feel your energy through the Thank you the so airwaves. much. And on one note, I just think you're a great comic mm -hmm. and everyone should follow you and go to your show because you are funny. Thank you. Susie Sandal, check her out and um, I'll be posting how you can contact her. Alonzo, thank you so much for coming and uh, sharing your good spirit, your good humor. With oh, this, us this and, was fun. Uh, I, I didn't get to ask you about the love coach thing. I don't even know what that means. Oh, well, I support people as they find love for themselves, first and foremost, then how to find love in another partner, and then possibly the love of your life. And that's what a love coach does. I want to thank you for listening tonight. I want to thank Fernando and Ramona, as always. Remember, you can reach me. 844-744-SOLO. Sign up on my website, CherylBesner.com, and get 15 minutes free dating advice. And as always, remember, if you love your life, your love life is going to happen. And together, we can do that. And I'll be back here next week on Solo in the City on CJAD 800. And in the meantime, remember, keep it simply social, because we all know it's all about... Luckus. Good night, everybody. <laughs>